Okay, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Baruch Hashem, the whole month of Kislev continues to be sponsored by the Brenner family in memory and protection of Tovia Ruben Ben Chaya Adasa. It's proudly serving in Aza, Miriam and Avram Deutsch in honor of 30 years of Aliyah. Mindy Barad, and thanks to Hashem for miracles, past, present, and future for Am Yisrael Bezer Hashem. And the week is sponsored by the Aaron family in honor of Yosef's birthday and for the safe return of our soldiers and kidnapped. By Michael Levy, in memory of the Yorzeit of his grandfather, Dover Ben Zelig Halevi. All right, so, and Shkach, everyone that was here last night, I don't know how to describe it, but it was... One day we'll understand it. So we, we have something today that is very, very important. What we're going to be learning today is going to be... I, I wouldn't say that it's going to be mashlim everything. I'm not going to say it's going to complete everything. But what we're learning today is a very, very like important sugya of everything we've been learning till now, but looking at it really through through a different lens, but it's, it's the same lens, but a different lens. You'll see what I'm talking about. And most of the shir today, if not all, is based on a shir uh, that Rav Weinberger had given a few weeks ago. And it's going to help us understand what we've been learning, Bemet, what we've been learning, and just see it from a different angle, but a very, very important angle. If you could pass these around. We're going to start Mamish from the top to the bottom and, and go really, really deep inside. And just flow with me. Okay? Stick with me, flow with me. There's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot going on over here. I'm not even going to lead Yaches to, to uh, excruciating, excruciating pain that every Jew feels today and every Jew feels every day, but the excruciating pain that the situation that, that we're in right now has led has led us as a as a, as a nation, as a uh, you know so-called leadership of, of a nation to to go through right now. <clears throat> but I woke up this morning and I just looked at my kids and I said, "What a perfect day for Mashiach to come! What a wonderful day for Mashiach to come!" Okay, we let let's start from the beginning. We have two main types of milchama. One is called milchames mitzvah, and one is called milchames rishus. Now the difference between the two, as you see in the Rambam, in the first source in front of you, we're going to understand that what that means exactly. A king goes out, he first is chiv, the obligation on him is, is a milchames mitzvah, a war of a mitzvah. What is that? Ezohi milchames mitzvah. It's a war against the seven nations that's referring to... Who are the seven nations? The people that are conquering here, that are, have their hold on Eretz Yisrael. And the war of Amalek. And then he adds here, the Ezra Yisrael miyad sar sheba alehem. This is very interesting. Ezra Yisrael miyad sar shebaalehem. The Rambam says, helping Yidden from it's like this category that he kind of like leaves open. Ezra Yisrael miyad sar shebaalehem, helping Yidden from the from the pain from the face of some kind of tzaras that's com, that, that's coming over them. 
ואחר כך נלחם במלחמת הרשות, and only afterwards you go to מלחמת הרשות. What's מלחמת רשות? Usually referring to, what's that? Expanding the borders is really what, what, what usually in, the, in Chazal, that's what it's referring to, expanding the borders. Like the Rambam says over here, this is the war that Am Yisrael fights in order to expand the borders of Am Yisrael, and to bring about a calling, bring about something loud, right? This is one of the main reasons why the Lubavitcher Rebbe, whenever he would speak to the, whenever he'd be <coughs> asked during Milchamot Yisrael what to do, his Indian was, while you're at it, go to Beirut, go to Damascus, go, go to there. Why? Because this concept of Leman Yiru Virao, if you, being victorious, it's not just not being killed. I know it's a Chiddush here. Being victorious is not just not getting killed. Being victorious, Alpi Torah, is not just being killed. It's much deeper than that. So again, it seems there are two types of milchamot. Milchemet Rishut and Milchemet Mitzvah. This category, Ezrat Yisrael Miyat Tzai Shebaalim, we're going to try to understand and decipher over here. Now, skip the second one, go to the third piece over here. The Rambam in Hukhos Melachim Perek Tet Halacha Yudalid is speaking about Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noach. Okay? Establish, what does that mean? I know we're jumping, but you'll see where we're going with this. What does it mean that there's a Chiyuv to, that the nations of the world have a Chiyuv in, in seven different mitzvahs? And the Rebbe was very, very, you know, the Rebbe's campaigns on Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noach was a very, very big one. Right? That the nations of the world should take upon themselves the seven Noachide laws. What is one of the key things that is a chiyuv obligation on the, on the nations of the world to keep? Judicial systems, right? Justice, judgment, judges. A, a system that has din vidvarim. Judgment, meaning a society that has judges, a society that you could work with, a society that has some kind of a moral ethical code with, uh, upon which they conduct themselves. Now, now listen to this. What does that mean? If they don't keep that, what are they supposed to be doing? Shechted. Execution. Therefore, all the people in the story of Shechem and Dina were chayav to get killed. Why? They saw Shechem be over something, but take Zela by taking Dina. They saw it, they knew it, This is the Rambam. Uben Noach ne'erag be'ad echad, so he says, one thing that is different over here is that, you know, usually when it comes to dinin by us, it always says, Al pi shtaim edim. You need to have two witnesses to give testimony that someone is high of something. When it comes to a ben noach, no, it's one aid 
and below hatraad, but without any warning. It's it's a, it's an instant thing. This Rambam is very very important for us to approach to continue to approach our understanding of what this war is all about. But to continue to understand it, we needed to see these two Rambams and now turn the page, because what we're going to see now is something. This is one of the most uh, powerful maharals I've ever seen. Okay, the maharal, this maharal is mashu acher. This is something, something else. And even though we spent so much time speaking about Shechem and Dina already, we have to go back to it uh, to understand how we're learning out what we're learning out. You see in the Gur Arya is the parish of the maharal and the Chumash, right? So we're in the story of Shechem and Dina again. Remember what happens with Shechem and Dina, Shimon and Levi. This is, this is, an, this is an amazing thing. Where's Shmuel? Shmuel, this is going to mash them. This is this very interesting thing. It's, it's a lot, what we, and Jeremy, it's a lot of what we've been speaking about. Look at this. Ach kashe. You see where it says, Ach kashe? Im Shechem chata, kol ha'ir harog. It's a little bit hard for us to understand. If it was just Shechem that did the bad thing that he did, why should the whole city, why should they have gotten punished and been killed? Betiretz Rambam. So that's why I want to learn the Rambam inside. Okay, the Rambam explained to us in Hilchos Menachim, the Bnei Noach Metsuvim Al Hadinim, that a Ben Noach has a tzivui, that they must have a judicial system, they must have the court set up, they must have a proper mahalach of, of just basic life, right? Like we said, they all saw what Shem did and no one said a peep. Therefore, they're all obliged, they were all Chayav Misa because they did not, they didn't, they didn't do the, they, they didn't say anything, they didn't judge him. So the Maral says on the Rambam, this is really wondrous. Maral says, this is really a wondrous thing, said such words. How could they, who are the peasants, judge the Nasi of the land, the head of the land? Who are they and who is he? How could we expect the people in the city of Shem to get up and judge the one that Kivyachol is watching, is the one that's over all of them. You hear the Shaila? Makes sense. <coughs> they, were, they were petrified of him. And even though they had a commandment, they were chayav, they were obligated to set up a court. That's in a situation where they're able to judge, where it's possible for them to set it up properly. But we have a klal in halacha. That when you're, what's honest? Honest is coercion. When you're forced to a situation that you're not able to over, you're not able to do anything. Like regarding certain mitzvahs, honest rachman apatre, right? There's certain mitzvahs that I'm just not able to keep for whatever the circumstances are. Honest rachman apatre. A lot of people were asking that on Simchas Torah day regarding the rest of the day and Musaf, Akafas, all these different things. This, this concept calls it, comes up throughout halacha all the time. Honest rachman apatre, meaning that I'm, I'm sure you've heard this concept before, right? If I'm coerced into a situation that doesn't allow me to do the mitzvah for, for justified reasons, I'm putter from the obligation that I had to do it. So the Maral says, you could say that about the city of Shem, right? 
Ones Rechman Apatri. They were forced in a situation that their leader was the one that put fear in Ema and all of them. They don't have the ability to judge him. And they're innocent civilians. Sounds in, sounds familiar? No? Nobody? Anybody? Not exactly, because they And how could you judge them? How could you judge them? Now, the moral answers this. You have to, yeah. Does that apply to the going as well? This is going. No, oh, oh, if he, it's good, very good. So why would, why would that very be good. To them? I wouldn't have thought of it on my own, but since he brought it up, it seems so, yes. But it's a good question. Honest Rahman Apatri. It's a very good, it's a very good child. Very good child. Apparently, the Maharal holds that it is. <laughs> if not, he wouldn't have brought it up. But he's referring to this concept that we don't see, we've only seen it more by, it's true what he's saying, by Yidin, yeah, yeah. But it's a good, but if the Maharal didn't... He's only introducing the concept here. It doesn't apply because Shem gets all He's Exactly, we know the rest of the story. He's bringing up, listen, what is he doing? He's doing a Havlam, this Pilpul happens. What is Pilpul? They bring up, you bring up a bunch of Svaras. that You may say, this may be held true, this may be Shayach, this may be Shayach. But at the end, Lamaisa, you think I'm going to bring you a Ma'aral that's going to show us that, that Shimon and Levi were Rishayim? <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but this, but this is how we build up. This is very important for us, for our learning. For those that aren't familiar with this stuff, this is how things, this is how things happen. Okay, so we bring up a bunch of things. Could be a Taina, could, could be it's not Shaykh. But because the Ma'aral, meaning it's a good Shaila, what you're saying. But since the Ma'aral brought it up, He's bringing it up together, Svara, that may be that you can include this into the, into the thought process of what would be the problem with what Shimon and Levi did. Has there, has there been anybody else who's brought it up in, in, in a similar context? I never saw it. Yeah. What about the fact that we're talking about the obligation for the nations of the world to hold the Sheva Noachide laws? Now, if the people of the world are not even holding by them, I would imagine that. None of this is like we're talking about a situation where Shechem was. They're supposed to be holding by the the Noachide laws, so mm-hmm. they're over on the Noachide. But like what ta- we're living with now, with people that aren't even holding by the Shechem mitzvahs, they're even over on all on all. That's the whole point. Yeah, and and therefore, that's exactly what's the what's the like they don't even know from the Shechem. That doesn't pass with them. A yid that's a yid that doesn't remember it's a chiyuv, and that's why the Rebbe was so big on letting the world know about Shechem mitzvahs. Before the Noach got the thing. Right. <laughs> can, can. Now look. Meaning, so we'll see. We're not going to go this route. This is not such a hard thing. Why? Mishum delo dami. Shnei umos. Kingon bnei Yisrael v'aknanim. What we're speaking about here are two separate nations. These are two separate nations we're speaking about. We're not speaking about individuals. It's clearly there's a nation bifnei atzmo, and there's a nation bifnei atzmo. There's bnei Yisrael, and there's the Knanim. There's them. Shehem shnei umos kidichsiv ve'ayinu le'am echad. Meaning, they say when they came to them and said, "Come, let's let's uh, you know we'll do the bris and then we'll become one people." Mihai mashma. From here we learn that really that they weren't. It was two different nations. Nachum. 
ומתחילה לא נחשבו לעם אחד. ולפיכך, since each nation over here, Yisrael and Canaan, even though it's just the Shvatim at that point, right? What, what, what was Am Yisrael at that point? It was just the Shvatim. It was not a whole, uh, it wasn't a whole Hebron. It was, it was a, it was a it very passionate Hebron. Yeah, Shechem and Shimon and Levi? Tina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shvatim are there, but, but the, the, the tribes, the tribes. But more than that, but, but he, still it's considered, it's uh, an Uma Bifne Atzma, a nation on its own. Ulefichach, who tailahem lilchom kedin uma sheba lilchom al uma acheret. And therefore, they had the Hete to fight against them. Like a nation comes and, fi- uh, and, and, and fights another nation, Shehitira HaTorah. And if you look down and over here in the footnotes, he, he, he brings over here, like it says, it's, it's an established war over here already. That's what he's saying. And he brings the Rambam, Ilchos Melachim, Odot HaEvdel, Ben Milchemet Mitzvah, Milchemet Reshut. He goes to the same sources that we go, that we go to. Now, but that, that's not even what, we, what we're trying to get to. Even though we have the concept that when you come to fight a certain nation, what are you supposed to first do? In what, in what circumstances? Huh? It seems. Meaning, I know it's a little bit different than the way we usually learn, but this is good for our... For our Yeshivish brains. Um, he's saying over here in a situation that a nation didn't do anything to Am Yisrael, but we have but we have to wage war against them. Then first you come and you offer peace. That's in a situation where no, no, nothing happened, right? Nothing bad happened. No one, no one, no one did anything. Aval hechi changed the end of page over. Hechi de asu liYisrael davar. Like in a situation that they infiltrated their camp to do a mice and nevela. Steve, can you show? Can you show them where we are? Listen to the words of the Maharal. Even though only one, only one did something, that was poritz letocha machne to do ma'isa nevela. Kevan de michlal ha'amhu, since he's from this other nation, kevan shepartzulem tchila, mutarim likach nikmatam mehem. The Maharal introduces us to a new word. What's the word called? Milchemes Nekama. The Maharal says, if that's what happens, that one, if that's what, if this is what happens, I want to explain it to make sure it's very clear to everybody. If one person from the other Machana, we're not talking about a Machana that's sitting there peacefully, but a Machana that comes and instigates and comes into Machana Yisrael, Poretz, and does Maisa Nevela. What's Maisa Nevela? I don't know. Rape, beheading, what else? Burning, all of the above. You name it. The Maharal says, Kefan shepartzu lem tchila, 
mutarim likach nikmatam mehem. The Maharal introduces us to something crazy. You go inside and take nikama from them. What that means is what we've been trying to decipher and learn for a while. Yeah. Is the Maharal referring back and making a connection because they did not have a court system and they did this? Or, or no, I think is it's that separate. the Maharal? It's separate. It's Benosaf. Ve'achinami, kol ha'milchamot shehem nimtzaim, kegon tsalor et ha'midyanim. Now he goes back to Midian. Right? Afal gavda yuar besheh asu, even though there were plenty from Midian that weren't nishtatef in that, they didn't participate in that which we had to take nekama for, e'en zechiluk. Kevan shayu bota uma shasara lahem. Because they were in the same nation that did so. We're gonna we're gonna continue we're gonna continue to liberate it. We're gonna continue to liberate it, but based on this maharal. Mutarin Lavo Alehem Limilchama Vechenhem Kola Milchamot. The Maharal is saying something very clear. It's not confusing. This Maharal, you're not we're not squeezing it to make it sound good for us. The Maharal made it very clear. You understand if anyone that knows basic Hebrew, the Maharal is explaining over here. This concept of what Israel brought up about in a, in a state of war, where one comes in and there's this concept called innocent civilians, where so mushpa from that from 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 Western and American culture and and and, and this this lashon that it it's hard it's like it touches on these places in us that you know people are having it's amazing how many existential crises the the, the youth of today is having. Like, there's a whole tzibur now, there's a whole, like, 19-year-old gener- you know, TikTok generations having existential crisis after reading a letter by Osama bin Laden. <laughs> now there's a whole other existential crisis of a bunch of my chavra, because Dave Matthews got up Friday night in Madison Square Garden and, and spoke about how he ripped his heart open to see a girl from Gaza that was... Uh, holding some rainwater and drinking it and how much simcha it brought her. So, and, and you have people that are so warped into a system that you're receiving your hashra'ah, mm-hmm. you're receiving your influence. your your influence and your inspiration mm-hmm. from figures that are so, they all they all they have is just really good talent with their fingers and, and their songs. But mitzad, mitzad anything else, it's unbelievable. You have also, you see Sherry Mandel's piece about Eric Clapton? No, you send it to me. Wow, you have to read you this. Read it. it's, you have to see this. All these novellas, all the, I'll send it out. All these, all these, all these novellas from Trefus. It's an amazing thing, but these people come in the name of, but not everyone did it, but not everyone did it. And the, the international pressure that's on us, that has forced to a certain extent this crazy reality that we're, we're in right now, comes in the name of ki'ilu tzedek, as if it's justice, to actually take into consideration the dense population of a people that elected these Nazis, and, 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 it's on us, and it's on us now to continue to suffer the way that we're suffering. It's on us. It's Chavre, please, please, please. Lat, lat. I know that these shiurim bring out a lot, a lot, a lot, but please, please, please flow with me, okay? We have a, we have a very important ma'alach to see here. I want to make sure everyone understood the maharal over here. The maharal is saying like this, Chavra. 
It's very clear. Mutar likach nikmatam mehem kevan shepartzu lahem tchila. As far as I know, on October 6th, no Yidin were running into Gaza trying to kidnap any, uh, any Yishmaelim. As far as I know, on October 6th, no Yidin were going into anywhere to instigate anything. This is, we have to come back to our Evan Yeso, to our very clear understanding of the Torah approach to these concepts. Now, back to Steve's question. This is very interesting. You could hold, on the one hand, listen, on the level of Beisdin, Shalmet Vavnei Noach, one svarah, saying they did not set up any judicial system. In fact, the system they did set up elected these monsters, right? So what does that say about their, <laughs> their understanding of Shalmet Vavnei Noach, whether they know or not? Now you understand, right? Their system actually requires... Nachon, that's one svarah. Second svara is, now we're not even there anymore. Now we're saying, look what happens when someone comes, poritz into Machina Yisrael and doesn't mice in a veil. Even, he says, he uses the Lashon even one. He says, even, Afal gavda, you are asu. Even though there were plenty that didn't, ein zechiluk, kevan shayu bota umasha You were part of that nation that came and did bad to you. Mutarin lavo alehem lamilchama. And that's really what all the milchamot are all about. Now, go back to the page, that, the first page of the Mekorot. Now let's get, let's get juicy with achronim, modern day achronim. This will help us even, even clarify the situation more because I feel that we, under, we are still, not in this room necessarily, but still, like, outside this room, there is still such a sense of bilbul, of a confusion, it's not to be believed. It's pushed not to be believed. And our focus, we've, like, we've taken on a war from day one. The chayal is not mebulbal to go and wipe out Amalek, wipe out these Nazis, Yimach Shemal. We have to not be mebulbal at all in terms of how we are understanding our, our, our being hidden here. Our, our, our existence here in Eretz Yisrael and our Shmiras Torah Mitzvahs. Does everyone have pages? Because I want, I want everyone to look at this. There's plenty of extra ones over there if someone needs. Look at source number four. Okay? Source number four is from the Sefer Ikve Hatzon. Anyone know who this is? This is Rav Herschel Shachter Shlita. Okay? Rav Herschel Shlachter, Shachter, the father of one of my closest friends in the world, the Rosh Yeshiva, Yeshiva University, for many, many years, Talmud Muvak of Rav Soloveitchik, a Gaon Olam, a Gaon Olam, and one of the most sensitive people, one of the most emotional people you'll ever meet. I was one time, I spent Shabbos Chayesara, I did a Shabbaton for YU, and he was there for Shabbos, and he gathered all the children of the community in Washington Heights around the table, and he asked them, did any of you ever hear of Ma'ara Samach And when he said the words Ma'ara Samach he, he, didn't, he couldn't continue the shmuz because he started crying. Avram, he started mentioning names of the Avos, he was just crying. He was just crying. That's him. Even when he made a call to go to the rally in D.C., and a little video of, of him speaking about it, he started crying, just thinking about Lech Knossos Kol So in Ikvei Atzon, Rav Shechter says like this. This is not Rav Kahana. You understand? Read these words. Sometimes there are situations 
that you can't exactly identify who is actually a terrorist and who's not yet one. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not actively one in the moment. There are times like this, right? So what do you say over here? What, would, what does the world say? What does the world say? Can't take the chance. You can't take the risk. Asur. Asur. Genocide. The army has a chiv to go out, even when you can't begin to, to, to differentiate, specify like this, this insane balagan that we've put our, that in our minds we put ourselves into because we're, we're going like this, right? Now, he says the what, but he doesn't say the why. We're saying because, again, because they didn't judge it, because they didn't stop it, oh, because, Rev, Rev, because they're all... Because because, we went back. because they've already come because he it's based on the Mar, based on the Mara because they've already come out and instigated. It's there already. It's a mitzvah that exists. It's not. This is not a milchemes rishus where you're where you're wondering. There there probably will be now. That's a whole other shear. That's basically a a when was the when was the disengagement the, the girush. 2005, right? That's an 18-year-old... So that's, that's an 18-year-old shear. No, no, meaning that shear, mitzad achiv alacha, is an 18-year-old shear that we've been... Right? So 18 years since the... Right? That's already a different shear in terms of what... You know, the whole preemptive concept that is... Lord, I, I just feel like there's a there's such a, a blinding over here. But here... <clears throat> He's coming It's already there and they're acting on it. Now, we didn't need Simchas Torah to know this. We didn't need Simchas Torah to know that this, this is already out there in the world. We had Tilim, we had people who did come across the border before October 7th. Non-stop. Non-stop. Now, go to the... See the Nitziv? The Nitziv here is, is, something, is something very, very important to learn. This is the Nitziv. Rav Naftali Tzviyuda Berlin. Okay? This is... And is perish on Parshas Matorah, on Parshas Noach. We have a concept that says, Shofech dama adam, ba'adam damo yishofech, ish be'achib edrosh et nefesh ha'adam. What is everyone's, everyone so big on talking about these days? Everyone's nivra b'tzalem elokim. Everyone's created in the image of God. And they use that kind of manipulation to come and tie us to a place that makes it impossible for us to go out k'mo shetzarich. So the Nitziv explains to us a little bit, and he says like this, when does a person get punished for acting like this? <clears throat> if, he, if he murders someone. When you're supposed to act. What's, how do you, what's the right word for achva? Peace and love? <laughs> 60s. When you're supposed to act like peace and love and harmony, brotherhood, kumbaya, and you don't, and you do you get punished. You're going to get punished. And look what he calls it now. It's like, it's like what Kohelet said, we, we skip over, like, et lehov, et milch, uh, and then you skip over another one, et, mm, et shalom. It's like certain ets, we don't, certain, a time for this, a time for that. 
It's only the stuff that makes us feel like good about ourselves. Then we. What is the etzel shalom? It never came. Did they take it out of the book there? The, the, the Nitziv says, in a time, in an appropriate time where there should be hatred, eat laharog. And there's no punishment on this at all whatsoever. This is how the world was created. This is, this is, what's, cre- this is what's brought into the world. So he goes further and he says, you know, we're always speaking about milchemes mitzvah, milchemes mitzvah, but even milchemet reshut, when there's a milchama that needs to be, when there's a war that needs to be waged in order to preemptive strike a whole tzibur that we know will come after us. Even there, a melech is mutar, even if chas v'shalom, there are casualties on our own side from this same din, because in et milchama is an et lisna, an et larog. Listen, I, I, I also don't enjoy talking. You think I enjoy talking like this? Like, like I've been waiting to talk like this? Ma pitom. Ma pitom. I, 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 it's... We never love this. gets the nefesh, you I'm so we're not it's been so hard for us to kill them. It's, it's against, against our nefesh. It's against our... It's against... Our way of nature. It's against our way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The truth is, if we were really plugged into the nefesh Yehudi, at all. Like I told you, one of our chevra called me from the front line and said to me, I told you this, and he said to me, I'm really scared because I'm, I'm, I want to go in there right now. And I want to kill our enemies. And I'm not thinking about anything else. And he said, I'm feeling like I'm losing my Jewish soul. I said, are you crazy? We lost our Jewish soul by enabling this situation to happen. You actually are, are regain. You're, re- you're connecting to your... This is a... This is the, the Nitziv. klal. <laughs> What the Nitziv is forcing us to do is to call it. It's either a war or it's not a war. Either it's a war or it's just another mivtzah. If it's a war, which we're calling it a war, then act like a war. Then act like a war. Now, just to show you how much we go out of our way, even for, with people that Kivyachol we have good relationships with, but they may get caught in crossfire, but with a warning... And Malasot, we have a chiyuv to do this. If you look at source number six in, in, in Sefer Shmuel by Shaul Amelech, by Yomer Shaul El Hakini. Now this is Shaul Amelech reaching out while he's on his way to what didn't end up happening, being a complete mitzvah because he kept Agag. But when he's on his way to go and and kill Amalek, so who's the Kini? What, what, what family is that? From Yitro. It's Mishpacha. So he, he knows they kind of dwell amongst the Amalekites, the, the Kini. But he tells them, Get out of there. Why? Because if you don't, Pen osifcha imo. What does Shaul HaMelech say? He says, if you don't leave... Right. Now we've been spending... F- how many days telling... I wouldn't put the Ishmaelim of today into the Kini's uh, 
for a second, right? For not for a second. Not for a second. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even going there for a second. But even if you would say so, okay? Even if you'd say so, the leaflets, the letters that they drop down on these places, that's not that. If it's an Eid Milchama, these people know everything. They know they elected this. They know everything. They're none of them. They celebrated. They 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 celebrated, and we're and we're still dropping leaflets and letters. Now again, again, I know this is like, I know what's happening to some of us in the room, and I know I know that a bunch of chevra afterwards they have a really hard time with this kind of talk. Mashemanyenoti is Jewish life. Maniase, I know such a racist. Mashemanyenoti is to make sure that Yidden don't get killed anymore. That when a chayal goes out to do a war, he fights like a Jewish soldier. He fights like a Jewish soldier. Alpi, Alpi Torah. That the thing from Shaul Amelech is clearly showing us. He tells them this is like mishpacha already, and he says to them, I don't know how you say it in English. It's not Canaanites. Kinis or whatever you say, Jethro, Jethroites. I guess so. Yeah, they're they're they're. I know there some they 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 a lot of them have been makriv their life, mysterious nefesh me'ain kamohu. They're bris with that. This is a very very deep concept. You ever see how they treat Yishmael when they get Yishmael el mod? But even in the, even in a constant in, in a situation that Shaul Amelech had an obligation to go and kill Amalek. And he goes and he kills and he tries to kill Amalek. He tells the king, he's like, listen, just letting you know, if you don't leave, I'm just letting you know you're, you're going to be killed. That's what Shalom Melech says. Now, the bottom one, the last one we have over here, is just going to bring it even more to modern times. The bottom one is from the Sefer Amud HaYemini. Amud HaYemini is a Sefer from Rav Shaul Yisraeli. Have you heard of him? Rav Shal Yisraeli was one of the chief rabbis. He was the Rosh Yeshiva of Merkaz Arav. I had the schluss of being at his Levaya. When I was a teenager, they took us to his Levaya. And he, his Sefer, who's, now he's talking more in modern times of, of like the bat, like sort of like Rav Shechter, like what we're up against and how things work in today's context of how we're fighting and what these, what these enemies bring, up, bring out in us. Aval im, see the bottom, seven. Aval im kvar bau kodem now let's say what happens, they come, they infiltrate, and then they go back to their place. Rav Sholi died about 25 years ago, okay? Let's say they infiltrate into Machna Yisrael, and then they go back into their place. But they, but they have a matra to come back. I don't know about you, but... I heard about five different times they're saying there's going to be another October 7th, another October 7th, another October 7th. And even if they didn't say that, you don't, you, only, only if you really, really are in love with putting your face into a wall, you wouldn't hear that, right? Everyone thinks it's like Rav Kahana was this fanatic and he's like, 
This is what we said in the beginning. Melchemes Rishus, Melchemes Nekama. America, 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 Mamash, Mamash. Saying, why, why, why is that word, why has that word been like, why has it been extricated? Yeah. It's, yeah, that's all it is. Now, these words are just a, a, a crazy thing. They, it's exactly the situation we're in right now. And there it should be no um, extra attention being put towards making sure that you're only hitting those that actually went into the kibbutzim and the moshavim and the motzavei tzal and simchas Torah. So that's, he's not claiming that the innocent ones are tzaddikim, but he's, he's explaining that just like Rav Kook writes in the Oros, it's like there's a, there's a concept that happens. War, war brings about that sometimes innocent people get killed, but for that to be the way that I go out and wage war with that concept in a perverted way, Hashem Yerachim Anas. That's the first 75 years, and I'm praying that, I'm praying for a nuit orerut within the Am, that understands that that was part of the past. But if we don't realize that that's just the past and not the future, there won't be a future here. It just won't, it won't be. It won't be. And some chinolanes. We don't rely on miracles. Third line. He continues and he says, Yesh makom le'peulat tigmul. You know what tigmul is? Uh, Tagmul is a... Uh, no, the, what's the word? Baiting them. Huh? Baiting them, isn't it? No, no, no. No, but Tagmul, there's a word. What's the right word? Someone check it up really fast. Tagmul. In, in, it's a... There's, there's a word for it. Retribution. That's what it is. Retribution. 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 A place for retribution and revenge against these vicious murderers. And any horrible thing that happens to the murderers, to their accomplices, and to their children, it is all on them. All on them. Vehem avonam yisal, and they'll have to carry that, that pain of that of, of what happened. Ve'en shum chova lehimana mipeulat tagmul machmat chashash shei pagu bazeh chafim mipesha. Can you can you believe these words? He's saying, and there is no obligation to refrain from retribution because innocent people may get hurt, may, may get hurt by it. Because we didn't cause any of this. This is them. When you see, you know, when you see, I don't know how much of you, when you see a kid that's killed in Gaza, you look at their father, or you look at anyone representing them, 
And you have to understand, it's their parents that killed them. And we, we are clean. We are clean. You see, after we learn it out like this, I, I don't know what to say to anybody else about anything. Like, I, I don't know where else, I, I don't know, other than the question that Ari's asking is like, so if this is so, it's so just barur, then we have to, the, maybe the avoda, deep avoda is, so we need such a tshuva in this department as an am, where do we start? Where do we start with such a tshuva in terms of basic, you know, the whole, the highest value of life is life itself. But if the way that we're approaching waging wars or dealing with enemies continues to put lives in, lives in danger, it means that we, we, have to, we have to do serious tshuva in this regard. Now, why, like how exactly it happened that this word, like Milchemes Nakama or Nakama? There's a great, this morning I got this text from a very great tzaddik of a rabbi that I love and have a deep relationship with. And I was listening to his podcast. You don't have to read them what I, what I wrote you this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he said on his podcast, we're not going in to do for revenge. We're going in because we for, to prevent them from doing it again. So I said, you know, revenge is a thing. It's, and he wrote, it's my understanding that the Torah does not endorse revenge even against a non-Jewish enemy. Self-defense, justice, and maybe even punishment to create a future deterrent of attack. But not simply to get back at someone revenge. That's God's department, which is why people's reaction to evil acts against Jews is to say, Hashem Yenakem. You should send him the source sheet. I want to send him nine yeah, the whole classes. Uh, but I'll explain to you something. We, we're, honestly, what I'm speaking about that's not, that's not being activated or done is not even Nakama. Like, you could take out the word Nakama from all here and just say, like, Nechemes Mitzvah, right. right? It's not even, forget that. Like, that's already later. Just milchemes mitzvah, just understanding the pshat of what a milchemes mitzvah is, which the Rambam says, and the Melech, that's yeah. when he starts so off. Radical. That's the what Rambam, the, that, the, so Rambam, the Rambam, the Rambam says, that's what he has to go out and do. So I mean, forget about the revenge. Maybe, maybe then only the next generation will have Kalim to hear a word like that and not, and not be, be so scared that we're becoming kitzah. I mean, just pshat milchemes mitzvah, what Rav Shechter, what the Nitziv, what the Rambam, what the Maharal, what Rav Yisraeli are showing us, Yes, it's maybe you can call it milchemes nakama, and you have the the uh, the right for nakama. But forget about all those things of revenge. Just in terms of how do you conduct yourself in battle against enemies? Just, just stick with there. This is all halakha. Yeah, yeah, just stick with there. Seeming, seemingly other mundane matters, or maybe at the very least equal. But Torah is I think because when I, when, I, when I maybe like do borer, or those halachas, no one changes their opinions about me. But these are things that people change their opinions about me based on how I learn them. Well, that's not, I mean, but that's not how Torah... 
I don't know, if I'm Borer at a table, like, oh, wow, you're a real whacked out from guy. So, like, like I don't know, maybe, maybe people do, like, you're able to stand up in a certain way that way. But, like, that, that's not how Borer works. I don't know, I mean, that, that's the whole point. I don't care. I only care about me and I care. The rest of the world. You're not asking a question. You're... I'm just trying to understand right. how is it that people that learn this so well and are so knowledgeable and know all these sources that aren't so crazy that they just brought up, are more influenced by it. I'm saying, what is it that's off? How did the citra offer? I mean, now I'm already suspect that on anything else they might say. Because there's, there's, it's, there's... It's not, it's really not that complicated. The leadership is not following the Torah. It's, I mean, we don't have Torah yeah, leadership. Yeah. It's not so complicated. You know, the Gemara says that Shem had regret certain things that he created, one of which is goals. We usually say, why does he regret goals? Because they didn't do tshuva. But it's much deeper than that. We have spent almost 2,000 years with no power to protect, to even think about the concept of Mulchemes Mitzvah. It's a theory. It's a nice thing to learn about. We've learned, we've deduced from the story of Shimon and Levi, which is the only way we could rationalize it while living in Poland or, or, or wherever we were, or, America. or, or even America, that, uh, see, Yaakov was angry at them. They didn't do the right thing, period. Because we don't, did not have the power. So you adapt. You are a product of your environment. And you cannot shake the fact that 2,000 years of an environment of powerless Jews will have a result that even Tom are saying, Nakama, now let me leave it to Hashem. Why? Because well, we, we can't do anything about it. This it, it implies that we can do something. And that there is a correct version of Nakama when the Nakama is for the for the covet of Hashem. It's not, not just can, right? it's an obligation to do something. I don't know if not just can. David. Just just louder, okay. You ready? No, I'm gonna tell you to talk louder. Louder. I, I can't hear you. The question is this, and maybe I'm not fully is the because right now it seems like what we're doing is we're saying we're trying to kill the quote unquote terrorists. And if some quote-unquote innocents get in the way, we told them to leave, too bad. That's kind of, I feel like, what we're doing. And my question is, is everyone an equal target, regardless of whether we think that you're sitting behind a rocket launcher or you may happen to be a quote-unquote innocent, or is the, are the civilians bitty evid that's what happens in war? Like, are we, are, is, are they saying basically, we go in there, we don't care. You're equal. You're all equal. And we're no, all no. The, there, there is room to say the duh, but it's the latter. Yeah, it says, yeah, oh. It's in order to. Whatever is needed. In order to be victorious. Meaning. Whatever. <laughs> if there is innocent civilians there and they're not part of our quote-unquote objective, we're not specifically meant to target them. Of course not. If they, well, no, I mean, it's not, not clear to me. No, I, I it think... It could be that the idea is, they're all whatever, you're all complicit, we don't care what uniform you're whatever, if you're in my way, I'm killing you. Let me tell you a story what happened yesterday. Let me tell you a story that happened two days ago. Okay, two days ago, in Gaza, a report from a soldier, is that there was a truck with uh, a bunch of people on it that they, they, 
they weren't sure. They but but these but obviously, you know, they were they were chashudim, but it wasn't. They were suspicious, but they weren't suspicious enough to go out and and take it down, right? So they let it. So they let they let it pass by, and a second later, from the back of the truck, two terrorists came out and killed two of our soldiers. Yeah. So. So. The, the the question the question that anyone should be having over there is like so what is how is the way how am I going out and how am I treating this enemy what in my mind what is this enemy who is this enemy what's more as far as I know when you go out and wage war your own life comes before someone else's life I have a story to respond to that's similar but I'd rather not do it okay mechus b'seder b'seder Listen. Meaning that we are in other cases when this has happened, we have done the correct thing and not questioned it, and we just said we don't care if they're wearing white flags, waving white flags or not. I know, but 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 David, that's not a moment. That's not a reason for me to start being like, oh my God, we're so holy. It's like someone that says, you know what I did this morning? I got up and I didn't eat pork. (laughs) Can you can you believe that? Can you believe that? Can you believe that I didn't eat pork this morning? In regards to David's question, yeah. we know that, <clears throat> the, I mean, we talked about this Rashi in the in Makolet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't just a Rashi. This is, <clears throat> this is um, the Halakha from, from Masefet Sofrim, okay, Ted Zayin, sorry, Ted Vav. This is quoting Halakha by the Rambam, Hilchud of Zara. And it's in the Shulchan Aruch. B'sha'at ha-milchama tov gavayim halav. So in regards to your question, according to that halacha, which is according to the Shulchan Aruch, it would be a former, not a latter. The, the reason why I'm saying the... The reason I'm saying the latter is because I don't think that we're treating it... I still think it's like a mifza, not a milchama. Yeah. Who's the latter mean? The second. They get right. in the way, then right. too bad. So you're not but 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 that's less of the shaila of the shia. The shia that's not even part of. And, no, no, embaya, embaya. The, the malach. What we're, what we're, it's really what Yossi was bringing up is like, wait a second. I, I, what am I missing? Like, what am I missing over here? What am I missing? Is there a whole new set of rules regarding what a milchemes mitzvah is and what it isn't? Western morals. So I think I think like to Ari's question is that the, the Western morals infiltrated you know very very deeply. What would bring out like tshuva in order to, to, to come out of this? So I actually think that this is going to sound even crazier to you guys, but I actually think that it's a whole spiritual revolution that will then shift out the, the, the misused info, the, the misused representation of how I think the right things are. I think it's actually a nikui mibifnim that has to do with consciousness and awareness and spiritual and spiritual because. It has to be hand in hand. But we haven't had, like I was saying this in the women's year, we haven't had the luxury here in Am Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, like Israel brought up before, we haven't had the luxury. Uh, when have we had an Eid Shalom? Like when have, we haven't, when, when, when have we had enough time here <laughs> since Auschwitz to like be like, now we're all just going to be in spa consciousness for like five years, <laughs> right? <laughs> we, haven't even, we haven't even had that yet. So it, it's we need some like a, a tremendous awakening within from the spirit, and that'll probably filter out a lot of things that in our minds we thought were right 
that are really just very confusing and, and not in the derech. Okay, I have to end here. We have to go pay the shiva call. This is, this is just, you know, Hever, this is like the ninth or tenth shir in this. We're scratching the surface over here. It's, it's much more. But there's a lot more, and there are a lot more areas here that we're going to hopefully uh, learn in and, and, and different, different aim as well. And we're all doing this because of one concept. What is it, Yosef? Say it. Leman. Leman shmo be'ava. Leman shmo be'ava. Leman shmo be'ava.